Good morning, guys. How are you? I have missed you. I'm back. This is Honey. Welcome to the Honey Hive. You are very welcome. I am very happy to have you here. So the first thing I want to do is I want to apologize for my absence. I have not made a podcast in about three weeks, maybe more. And the reason why is, well, you know, you know, it's just all an excuse. But uh, first I was out of town. Then I was sick, somewhat sick. My head was congested and I couldn't talk to you with my head like that. No, it wouldn't have sounded good. <laughs> so anyway, I am better now. Can you tell? And I'm ready to talk to you um, about a topic that I think you will find interesting, if if not interesting, at least informative. Uh, and I think you'll like the title. Uh, the title is I Fuck My Boyfriend, Not My Husband. Provocative now? <laughs> Isn't that naughty? Mm, so you guys know me. You know that there is more to this title than meets the eye. So let me just jump right in. All right. I fuck my boyfriend, not my husband. What? Well, let me, let me elaborate a little. I fuck my boyfriend with my husband's permission. Actually, it's not with his permission. It was with his blessing. It doesn't matter whether he likes it or not. So I don't need his permission. You're probably thinking, honey, you're so mean. How could you be so mean and disrespectful? All right. I'm not mean. I'm not disrespectful. The fact that I talked to the man and uh, made sure that he understood that I was going to have a boyfriend in the first place was very respectful, okay? So would you like a little backstory before you get all judgy? <laughs> okay, so about, and I won't go into all the details out of respect for my ex, but about 12 years ago, I discovered that he was betraying me. We'll just leave it at that. He betrayed me. Um, and I will say I was a good wife. I truly was. The person that you see today is the same person I was during my marriage. I, I, I'm a very loyal person. I'm a very supportive person. I'm a very forgiving person. I'm agreeable. I always try to see the other side of a, an argument. So even when I get upset and even when I think I'm right and I feel wronged, I will try to take myself out of my, you know, position, my shoes, and I'll try to see it from the other person's point of view so that I can offer them some compassion and understanding. So that's how I live my life. Yeah, it's difficult at times, <laughs> but that's what I offered him. We were married for 21 years, and that's what I gave him. I never cheated. I never looked at another man lustfully. 
I just didn't. That's just not in my DNA. There's nothing wrong with you if you are that way. I'm not. It's just not who I am. Now, y'all know I'm into swinging. I love the thought of having having a MFM. Um, I love the thought of my man watching me or wanting to see me fuck another guy. So I, I do not do these things when I'm in a committed relationship because I'm a prude or anything like that. It's just not who I am. It just doesn't turn me on to cheat or to think about cheating or to need that in my life. It's just not who I am. Okay. So enough on why I don't do it. I just don't want you to feel like I'm judging you because I'm not. If, if fantasizing about other women is what gets your, gets you going when you masturbate, I really don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Um, uh, it's just not me. So, so that's what he had in a marriage with me for 21 years. I tried to get over the betrayal and then he betrayed me again on a much lesser level about six months later. At that point, I was done, but I didn't want my kids to know what he had done. And so I stayed with him and I told him that I am going to stay. I'm going to stay. I'm going to make it work. I don't want anybody to ever know what you did because they all love you so much and they think of you as a certain type of guy. And I don't want to be the reason that they ever think differently of you. So like if we, if we break up 10 years from now, it won't be because of that. Well, we did break up about 10 years later and it was mostly still because of the betrayal. Um, basically, we got to a point where the sex hadn't been good almost our entire marriage. Uh, well, I mean, it was it was good in the first few years, but okay, guys, I, I'm going to say it, and this might not be a very popular thing to say, but it was good because of me. He was a very introverted, very meek, uh, reject-fearing, rejection-fearing man. He would not make a move. That takes a toll on a person, right? After so many years, if the other person never initiates sex, the sex is not good. It's only good when you're really horny, which fortunately, I'm really horny a lot of the time. So we managed to continue having sex throughout our marriage because of me. <laughs> so when, when I started getting involved again, and I told him when we got married, I, he told me when we got married, if you ever want to go back to swinging um, or that whole lifestyle, if you ever want to get involved with any of that again, your camming, because I was a cam model before we got married, your modeling, because I did nude modeling, if you ever want to, to get into any of that, and I was a stripper, and he it was carte blanche, if you ever want to do that, I will allow it. I will not say anything because I know you're giving it up for me, not because you want to, but because I want you to. So I'm like, that's cool. And if he had never betrayed me, I would never have got to the point where I wanted to bring it back into my life. Um, our life. When I first got back into this, which was about three years ago, I was still with him. And I told him, I want to start doing this again. I wanted to get an OnlyFans page. I wanted to, um, to uh, eventually I wanted to get on Chatterbait. 
uh, I started talking to him about being with other people together. Um, it fueled his anger. He was angry. He was angry that after 20 years, I decided I wanted to get back into this. I reminded him that he promised me and I reminded him that he betrayed me and that this probably never would have happened otherwise. So he accepted it eventually. Over the next four months, he hated it. He started following me, like tracking me on a GPS. He would question my every move. He didn't trust me, which I can understand why. This is a person who cheated. He had a cheater's mentality because he cheated in all his previous relationships. I'm not saying once a cheater, always a cheater, but you have a distrustful mind when you're a cheater. So there was that. And then the fact that I was doing what I was doing, which is a difficult thing to live with under the best circumstances. I was going and turning men on constantly. I was doing private shows. I was taking phone calls. I was on cam naked. I was making men come and I was loving it. So he couldn't handle it. And after a few months of that, I eventually popped. I lost it. Let's put it this way. I took all my anger, the reasons that I had to leave him, and I shoved them inside a box and I put them on a shelf and I told him, I will not leave. I will not fight you on what you did. I will not bring it up. I will learn to live with us the way we are and not make you pay for what you did. I'll make us happy. I will work on it. So I took that box and I put it on the shelf and I ignored it. And when he started distrusting me and treating me the way he did, and it was horrible. When he would come home at night, the first thing he'd do is start questioning me. Um, he made life very stressful. And so one day the box came down, it opened up, everything flew out of it. And I just went off on him and I was done. Our marriage was over. And I told him, and I had been warning him. I had been warning him this was going to happen. I warned him. I told him, this isn't good. What The way you're acting is not good. I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. But one day, it's just going to come out of nowhere, and I'm going to be gone. Well, I didn't leave, but I was done. And I told him, I'm done. Probably took about two weeks for him to finally realize I was serious. It took about a month for me to ask him to leave the room and to go to the guest room. And this was about two years ago, almost two years ago. And um, so he moved out and went to the guest room. Over time, he, he did learn that this was not going to be a friends with benefits situation. This was not going to be exes having sex every once in a while because we lived in the same house. We agreed to not get divorced for family reasons out of consideration for our family. And I'm not going to go into it here, but it was for family reasons. He agreed. I agreed. We decided to give it a go, try to live in the same house together. And when we're with our family, we appear to be together still. And that's what we do. We've been doing it for, as I said, almost two years. And, and it hasn't been without its, its um, hiccups, but it's working. Probably about five or six months after I ended it with him, I decided I wanted to date. Because the truth is, 
he had done such a number on me over the years that I honestly didn't feel very attractive. But being on cam, you know, taking that step and putting myself out there, of course, I started feeling better about myself. And so I eventually decided I wanted to date. And I told him we had a talk one day in the car. We were driving around um, one Sunday and I told him, what would you think about me dating? And he said that he felt it was that I was a hypocrite, that I never um, I never approved of people who have extramarital affairs. And I said, well, yeah, that, that is true. And I still don't. But here, hear me out. And I explained to him that I wouldn't I would not uh, have an affair with a man who is in a committed uh, love relationship that it might be difficult for me to find somebody, but I wanted somebody in my similar situation, somebody who is in a relationship that once was based in love, that that once was a marriage, that no longer is, but for whatever reason that's personal to themselves, they can't leave, they can't get divorced. Um, I wanted somebody who, if his wife found out, she would not be devastated like I ruined her life. And and as it turned out, there were a lot of men who claimed to be in this situation. So it, it wasn't like it was going to be hard to find somebody. There'd just be a lot of vetting involved to make sure they were being honest. And I told him all of that. And he agreed with me that um, if that were the case, if I actually did find someone and that was, that was their situation, he agreed it wouldn't be cheating. He agreed that that I would not be a cheater in his eyes. And I said, um, I mean, that's, that's all I wanted. I just wanted to feel like I wasn't doing something wrong. If I'm going to live in this loveless, sexless marriage as roommates, I want to be able to have a relationship that fulfills emotional and sexual needs, right? And he agreed. He does not date. That's his choice. I actually try to get him to, but he won't. But that's that's another, you know, that's that's his story. Um, I dated a few guys. I ended up finding someone. Uh, and it, it took the better part of that year to find someone that I clicked with, had good chemistry with. Um, you guys know, because I've, I've talked about our sex on this podcast, um, I, uh, it, it took a while. And I, I won't even go into his and my relationship because that's, that's a whole nother story. Uh, but, but that's what happened with my ex. That's the reason why I fuck my boyfriend and not my husband because I'm not with my husband. So as provocative as that title sounds, that's all there is to it. I just... I just don't have sex with my with my husband anymore. I'm not married to him. We don't have a relationship. I have sex with my boyfriend. Um and that's what I that's what I like. And we uh explore the swinging lifestyle. We we explore alternative lifestyles. Um I went for 21 years with very mundane um lackluster uh, sex and now uh, I, it, it, my boyfriend and I we've been we've been seeing each other for a, just a t like a week or two over a year and 
he um, and I, I think we still have amazing chemistry. And there's a train going by. Can you hear it? Of course it stops honking. Anyway, um, we still have amazing chemistry. We've had, you know, some bumps ourselves. Uh, but we have amazing chemistry. I honestly think our chemistry gets better as time goes on. Um, do I think that the situation is perfect? No. No, I do not. Uh, mostly because emotions get involved. I can't really speak, you know, for him. But because I don't like to, you know, talk about what other people think or feel. But for myself, emotions get involved. And it's been a learning process for me. This is a whole new experience for me. And I don't know that I recommend it for any of you out there. Um, I don't know that I would be like, yeah, do it. But I can say that if you're in a situation where you're in a sexless marriage and you have a, I don't know what they, what do they call that? A um, no, don't speak, don't tell, don't, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> no tell. There's a term that they used to use in the military. Um, so basically, if you know that each of you have a boyfriend or girlfriend or are meeting your sexual needs elsewhere, but you don't talk about it, it's just an unwritten rule that that you have other people because you don't have each other. If that's the case, I have tons of advice for you. <laughs> I, I can tell you about my situation and I'm happy to. So email me. All right. Hello, I'm honey at gmail.com. Spell honey, H-U-N-N-Y. And you'll find me. Email me any questions you might have, because at this point, I am a wealth of information. And I'm here to tell you that it is a growing experience. It's a growing relationship. It is constantly growing and changing. And you have to be open and you have to be flexible minded. You have to be understanding and you have to be willing to listen for a relationship like this to work. And if you're not, if you're both not going to do it, one of you better be willing to pick up the slack for both of you because it's not an easy relationship to navigate, but it is a very, very rewarding and fulfilling one, especially if you're in a no, a sexless, you know, no relationship marriage, then it, I just don't think that I could be happier at this time considering my situation. So, yeah. So there you have it. I fucked my boyfriend, not my husband. And that's why. And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Gave you something to think about. Maybe you just think I am a tramp. And that's okay. You're entitled to your opinion. Everything I talk about is just my opinion. Means nothing. But maybe it uh, inspires some thought or conversation. That's all I can hope for, right? Today on CAM, I learned that it inspires uh, orgasms. And that made me very happy. Uh, it's not something new to, to, uh, to my podcast. I hear it all the time, but it was nice hearing it today. I had a couple of guys come into my CAM this morning and, and tell me, that they love my podcast and they listen to it so that they can masturbate. <laughs> I like it. 
So if that's what you use my podcast for, more power to you. I'm okay with that. All right, guys, that's it for this week. I've got a ton more in me, guys. I'm speaking about titles for podcasts, topics. I have a lot to say. So come back next week. All right, I'll be here. All right, guys. Remember, you can find me on Twitter, Honey's Hive, H-U-N-N-Y-S-H-I-V-E, Honey's Hive. You can find me on OnlyFans. I'm Honey. Honey's always H-U-N-N-Y. You can find me on email, hello, I'm Honey, at Gmail. And I'm also having a website built, guys. I have this amazing man, hello, Jay, that is building my website, and I'm so excited. He is working so hard. I can't wait to unveil it for you. And it's also honeyshive.com. All right, guys, as long as you remember the honey is H-U-N-N-Y, you'll always find me. All right. I love you. I missed you so much. I'm happy to be back. And I can't wait till the next time so we can talk and, I don't know, maybe, maybe you'll masturbate and come for me. If you do, let me know. All right. Bye, guys. Mwah.